Um, hey, welcome back to The Pit and the Paddock. My name is Beck, and this is a podcast. <laughs> Just like we live in a society, this is a podcast. Um, I Yeah, so far this year, I mean, since I've started this in November, um, it's been about motorsports. It's probably going to continue to be about motorsports until... I think it's like September, October-ish, maybe November-ish. Um, it will continue to be sports, but we'll be expanding into other areas. Um, kind of just because as I learn to enjoy more sports, I'm going to start wanting to talk about them with people. And this is the best place I can talk about them. So, yeah. If you don't want that or don't like the sound of that, well, that's up to you because this is my podcast and I get to decide what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, so far, mainly it's motorsports. Motorsports, it's Formula One. Let's be real here. I've done a couple of, you know, like, what is this? What is this? About a few different of like the types of motorsports. Um, but pretty much every episode is about... Formula One is about the race that has just previously happened. Um, now, I didn't do last week. I didn't do about Canada because I didn't feel good. So I just didn't do it. So I'm going to do it now. Um, we do have another race this weekend. Don't ask me what it is. I have no idea. Um, I'll find out and I'll let you know at the end of the episode because that's the kind of person that I am. If I don't know something, I'm gonna look it up and I'm gonna let you know when I find out. Um, as per usual, I did not watch any of the practice sessions. So I, I know that one of them got canceled because they lost CCTV. Um, and then I know that another one got like washed, like rained out pretty much. Um, but that's kind of like all I can remember again. Like I didn't watch them, so I don't know. I'm doing the bare minimum. I did, however, watch qualifying um, because I I like to see kind of where they are against each like like against each other um, in like a sort of competitive way but not quite the race like so i kind of have an idea as to what i can expect during the race um so in quali one like straight off the bat pojo he had no power don't know what actually happened i think they were saying it might have been like a hydraulics issue or something i'm not entirely sure but it was raining and it was quite wet and so everyone was on intermediate tires um and then yeah so joe's car like essentially stopped by itself um and then as they put out the red flags his they must have like turned it off and turned it back on essentially and so his car started up and he was able to drive back to the pits with no issues it was still a red flag though um just because the car had stopped um and they needed to clear it away and the safest way you know they've already put out the red flag you can't just kind of reverse it um logan yeah started talking about the rain um this week it actually was raining it was not georgia's sweat um devries had a lap deleted track limits yuki was running into everyone 
um, or like impeding everyone, the poor boy. I, yeah, the poor boy. Um, and then speaking of impeding everyone, Carla Sainz impeding everybody. Everybody possible. Um, he was in the middle of the track on a corner. He had one person on the right hand side of him, but then he was just that had gone past and then he was just sat in the middle. Who knows what he was doing? And then Pierre, you know, is trying to do a fast lap. And has a fucking slam on the brakes and he has to go off because otherwise he's gonna run into Carlos. Um, so he didn't get to complete his fast lap. And the reason that that's bullshit is because Pierre was out in Q1. Like the five people that didn't make it through was Joe, who your car doesn't start, fair enough. Logan, I ex never expect him to get out of Q1. P Nick, it's a nice surprise when he gets out of Q1. Q2 is kind of like, I think like, yeah, but like low Q2. Pierre, because Carlos fucking impeded him. And then Yuki, because he just had a terrible time. And then he got a, some like penalties anyway for impeding, but <clears throat> whatever. Q2, um, most of the people went out on intermediates again. Lando did like one lap and then was like, I want to put on some slicks. Like the rain isn't there really. Like it's, it's a bit too dry still for intermediates. Alex had immediately was on softs. Um, Charles was also saying that it was a dry race line and wanted to put on some slicks. Um, and then of course, Xavi was like, no, do a lap first. We want to do a lap before we change your tires. Which like, again, like I get because they want to ensure that there is a lap down. But also like, I'm begging you all to just listen to him. Like he's out there, he's driving the car, like maybe listen to what he is saying. Uh, there was a yellow flag uh, because Lance slid off the track. He didn't hit the barriers super heavy, but he did get his, I think his, like his butt into it, um, which not ideal. Don't know if you know that or not. Um, and then eventually everyone started putting on slick tires. Um, but by that point, it had kind of started raining um, and Alex had put in his fast lap on the softs. Um, and then, <laughs> believe it or not, Carlos was impeding once again. Um, uh, he just, oh, anyway. Uh, yeah, rain started literally like just as people had put on their slick tires. Everyone was kind of questioning if they should be on slicks, if they should go back to intermediates, what was happening. Um, Charles got the black and white flag for track limits and then Checo was on his flying lap and he went off, <laughs> which was, um, I think quite funny personally, just my opinion. Um, Lance was done for impeding Esty Bestie and then Charles was really pissed off because his, I don't think his tires were warm enough, um, when they sent him out. So he wasn't able to kind of like put in the time that he should have been able to. Um, so the five that didn't make it through were Valtteri, Kevin, Lance, Checo, and Charles. 
And then Q3 was raining again. Heavy, like, it's raining. Um, they were saying that because, you know, Alex topped the tables in Q2, like the king that he is, that the last time Williams led a qualifying session was Felipe Massa in 2016 in Spa, which is, you know, those are some big shoes for Alex to be stepping into. Um, Max was like slipping and sliding all over the little place. Again, it was like raining was just so, so hard. Um, Oscar went into the barrier. There was a red flag. Not ideal. Oscar was fine, but, you know, not great. Um, Alex did a very good lap time, but it was deleted because of track limits, um, which not not what we wanted. But anyway, the... The top 10, this is how they finished Q3. All right, so we had Max in first place. And then we had Nico Hulkenberg. Then we had Alonso. Then Lewis, George, Esteban, Lando, Carlos, o Oscar, Alex. But because of all the impeding that happened, there were a lot of penalties. Um, I personally think that some of them, Carlos, should have been given multiple penalties. Um, but, you know, that's not my decision, apparently. So the way that the grid actually started was Max, Fernando, Lewis, George, Nico, Esteban, Lando, Oscar, Alex, Charles, Carlos, Checo, Kevin, Valtteri, Pierre, Lance, Nick, Logan, Yuki, Guan Yu. So it was kind of a mixed bag, you know, like, like, Lance and Pierre kind of shouldn't be that low down. Again, like Pierre, uh, they both had like the penalties. Um, Checo was outside the top 10, thank God. Um, and like, but like even like Charles and Carlos are like quite low down. I know that we don't expect much from Ferrari, but we don't expect them to be that low down. Um, Alexander Albon though, what a man, what, what a guy. I think, I really and truly think that Alex should stay with Williams for as long as possible within his career. Not because I think that they're amazing, incredible. I do love their community and environment and spirit, but because I think that the two of them together, Alex, and Williams, I think that together they are going to get a championship. They are going to get a championship together because Alex works so hard. He has the experience. He has the experience of being in a, in like the top car. And then we have like James Valls, who is, who know, who again, has the experience of a top car. And I just, I think that they, together like they're going to make it to the championship and they're going to get it and I really want I really want Alex to get it with Williams I really want Alex to get one in general but I really want him to get it with Williams because I think that they both deserve it that's my little uh Alex Albon spiel over for now I suppose um so then we have the race 
So I wasn't, I, I, it was interesting. It was like enjoyable enough. It was at 4 a.m. for me. Um, I wake up for work at six. So I just woke up a bit earlier than usual. A bit earlier. I woke up two hours earlier than normal um, to watch this stupid race. Um, would I recommend it? Absolutely not. Would I do it again? Maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was just, it was very, very early. <laughs> but fuck it, we ball. Um, so most people started on medium tires. Literally, like, immediately, immediately. Alonso loses a position to Lewis, which I was heartbroken about because sorry to Lewis, but like you've had your time. Like I know that Fernando has as well, but like Lewis has had his time more recently and I'm bored and I'm sick of it. <laughs> Give it to someone else. Let this grandpa have some like some time in the spotlight again, please. Um, Carlos tried to move on. Checo didn't make it stick. <laughs> and then poor K-Mag. Um, K-Mag went into the wall, which, you know, don't know if you know it's not. Not, you shouldn't do that. Like, you shouldn't do that. F1 cars are like cans. They just crumple. Like with the smallest amount of pressure, they just go. Um, so you shouldn't drive them into walls, but Kevin did. Um, Lewis was able to keep in touch with Max pretty well, but he was like also like outside of the IRS range. Um, he, yeah, like he was able to stay close enough to Max within the first few laps, but yeah, he wasn't getting DRS or anything, but Fernando was getting DRS off Lewis. Um, he did touch the wall. Again, you're not supposed to do that. It's not ideal. But um, yeah, he did hit the wall, which you are not supposed to do. Do not recommend hitting the wall in a Formula One car. In any car, don't hit walls. Um, but he was like fine. And yeah, he was able to keep up with Hamilton, able to stay within DRS. But everyone was kind of like, mm, is he playing the long game? Is he just waiting for Lewis to use up his tires and then he'll overtake? Or like, what is going on here? You know, like the two most experienced drivers on the grid are up against each other. And we all love seeing them race against each other. We all love seeing them battle. I know I love seeing them battle. I get very excited when they're starting next to each other on the grid. Um, or like, you know, one in front of the other or whatever it is. I get very excited when they're starting near each other. Um, Lando was defending against Charles with his DRS, isn't Charles had DRS. Uh, Lando was defending really, really well. I, re I just, I'm not a Lando girly. I mean, I'm not a girly, but I'm not, I'm not a Lando fan, particularly. Like, I think he's good, but I, you know, yeah. Um, but he drives the absolute shit out of that car and he does it really well um Yuki was not having a good time he was struggling he put on some hard tires within like the first 
six laps, I think it was. And then Oscar had made his way into P6. Now, Oscar had started in P9, I believe. Um, and he made his way into P6. So that's, you know, that's a, it's a pretty good, it's pretty good. Uh, there was a yellow flag because Logan had to stop. He was having engine issues. There was a virtual safety car, not a physical safety car. Um, but then it was like, fine, mostly. Um, Mercedes, it looked like they were kind of wanting to get like one in front of Fernando, one behind Fernando to like kind of like make like that last lap kind of sprint to get three, like two, three or like three, four, whatever it is. Um, uh, yeah. Pierre put, went in, put some hard tires on and then George Russell hit the wall in lap 12. Again, not supposed to do that. He did cause a safety car. Um, with that safety car though, I mean, it's like everyone got a free pit stop pretty much, but especially like the top five, six. So we had Max, Luis, Fernando, Esteban and Oscar all going into the pits, which is, you know, kind of like, oh, who can do their pit stop faster? Ooh. Um, Lewis like almost took out Fernando on like the exit, like, like it pulling into the pit lane, like the pit exit which was really funny, especially because they, then they went to Toto and he just sat there going, ooh, like imitating Fernando because like he deserves an Oscar. He put on a great little play for us with that. Um, hilarious. Um, but yeah, so he, they were like, yeah, unsafe release, but no further action was taken. Um, which is kind of annoying. Like they were very lenient during the race. Like they were much more harsher and qualifying than they were during the race. Um, which I, uh, I would rather they're more harsh during the race because I feel like that's more fun. Um, <laughs> Ferrari, both the Ferraris and Checo did not pit under the safety car. Um, and so there was, it was like the three of them. So there was like, yeah, like, I think it was, like, Charles, Carlos, and then Checo. Uh, I think I was, was in, like, maybe it was, like, 8, 9, and 10, or, like, 9, 10, 11, something along those lines. Um, Esteban, Kevin, and Valtteri were all done for overtaking under the safety car, but they kind of sorted it out between themselves, so nothing else was done. Um, no penalties or anything like that. They gave their positions back to whoever it was. I think it was, I wanna say it was you, Pierre. It was someone. Um, so the safety car was out for four laps, four or five laps. Um, so it went in, in laps, the end of lap 16. Max had a great restart, as he does. He is just a phenomenal, phenomenal driver. Um, and like immediately off the restart, 1.2 seconds ahead. Um, Lando was done for an unsafe release in the pit lane, but again, no further action. He overtook Oscar. Um, and then Oscar unfortunately locked up and had to go down the runoff. And then Alex got to overtake him as well. Um, <clears throat> because of all that safety car thing with um, 
Esteban and Kevin Valtteri. Basically, they were, everyone was told to, like, get behind Esteban. Um, so, like, again, like, no issues. They sorted it out between themselves. And then we had Lando was able to do a pretty smooth overtake on Kevin into turn one, which meant that Lando was P9, up to P9. That's two points. What a guy. And then lap 23, we get Fernando Alonso sprinting past Lewis Hamilton with DRS. And then he kept DRS after that as well um, because like the detection zone was back a little bit. But it was very nice. Um, Alex tried to overtake Kevin, kind of messed up. And then Oscar took his position back, like kind of like they're like reversed, <laughs> you know, reversed. Um, and then Oscar managed to successfully overtake Kevin. Was it up into points again, up into P10. Um, Lando was controversial. Lando was done for driving too slow during the safety car and was given a five second penalty. However, they put it out as unsportsmanlike behavior, which everyone is or was kind of like, what? How is, like, how is that unsports? Like, that's just like, call it like impeding or whatever. Like, that's not unsportsmanlike. Um, it didn't make a huge amount of sense. Even now, it doesn't make a huge amount of sense to me, but I don't care enough to find out and try to make it make sense to me. Yeah, but they did just, like, leave it. They didn't do anything past that. Um, like, yeah, he got a five-second penalty. No one really knew what the hell was going on, um, why it was called unsportsmanlike, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> Ferrari seemed to like kind of like half have their shit together. Um, Charles was in front of Carlos the entire race and also Carlos was told like, like let him stay ahead of you like don't attack him. Charles was told, Carl Charles was told that Carlos wouldn't attack. Yeah so Charles was told that Carlos wouldn't attack. At the same time, we have Fernando, who's three seconds behind Max, and Lewis, who is over one second behind Fernando. So none of the top three have DRS. And then we have Nico pushing Lance off the track. Um, I could say many things, but I won't. Um, and then, so Lance goes into the pits, puts on some hard tires, as you do. Um, you're trying to get through the entire race at this point. <clears throat> Max was not happy with his tires. No one really seemed to be super happy with their tires, except for Alex Albon. Um, yeah, no one was really happy with their tires. Max was just, like, on one complaining. He was just constant. Um, Alex, once again, overtakes from Kevin. Um... And then Carlos was, oh, they, oh, I can understand that Charles does it as well, but it really shoots me when Carlos does it. Like, dictating their own strategies. Like, I understand that Ferrari is shit strategy-wise. If they were left, if the strategists got to make the decisions, it would be awful. But 
it really annoys me when Carlos does because he's so aggressive with it. Actually, I saw a tweet. I'm going to see if I can find it and put it in here. But I saw a tweet that was essentially saying, in a mid-car, Charles and Carlos perform relatively similar. But in a good car, Charles outperforms Carlos every single time. And that is just so true because they have a mid-car at the minute, which is why everyone is like, but Carlos is so good. It's like, yeah, he's good in a mid-range car. Like, he's good in a mid-car. That's why he was, like, good in McLaren. Because he's good in a mid-car. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> that was completely beside the point. Um, <laughs> him making his own strategy decisions annoys the crap out of me. But also he is right with his decision making in terms of the strategy but it just it it <clears throat> irritates the hell out of me uh max continued to complain about his tires nico pitted again and then max was like actually no my tires are fine my tires are fine everybody my tires are fine now no issues it is all okay because I am now 5.4 seconds ahead of Fernando Alonso, who is in P2. Um, Pierre, Pitt, a lot of like the lower, kind of like the lower like f six, seven pitted again, kind of to get some fresh air. So Pierre went into the pits, got hard tires. There was a DRS train <laughs> caused by Alec Albon, <laughs> my king. Um, yeah, he was just, he was in the widest car possible. <laughs> he was just holding everyone up. I respect the fuck out of it. Um, Nick and Kevin touched and then like they were trying to kind of like get back on track and then Nick locked up, but he was on the right-hand side of Kevin. And because he's locked up and had to go straight, Kevin also has to go straight off. Otherwise he's going to crash into Nick, which was unfair because Kevin was having a good race. Um, George managed to overtake both of them while they were, you know, locking up and being forced off the track. Um, <clears throat> but because of the slip road that they've gone down, they have to reverse out of it. <laughs> so there's a yellow car, a yellow car. This isn't the wheels. There's a yellow flag kind of to like slow everyone down so that they can reverse. Um, plus it was like it, uh, noted by race control. Nothing came out of it, but uh, I was like, <sighs> justice for Kevin. Like he's not, and like it's like boring like half are boring i don't like them they're boring people but like justice for kevin he was doing so well <laughs> um esty and valtteri again pitted valtteri put on mediums esty put on hards lap 38 ferrari still had not pitted um Checo did pit, he put on some medium tyres and Oscar put on some hard tyres. By this point, Lance, who had pitted, what, like five, yeah, like five laps beforehand, no more than that, like 10 laps beforehand, um, 
had been in 19, like P19, by lap 38, Lance has made his way up to P12 because the people in front of him are also now pitting. So he's made his way up to P12. Um, <clears throat> incredible stuff. Um, Carlos finally pits. He puts on some hard tyres. Lewis... It sounded like they were planning on pitting Lewis again. He was told to use up his tires. But the issue with the issue with Lewis and Max is that the way that they speak over the radio, you never actually know if they're telling the truth or not, or if it's some code that they're using. Um, but Lewis was told to use up his tires. Unsure. Um, and then, so the next lap, Charles Pitts, he also puts on some hard tyres. By this point, Checo overtakes Alex. So Checo is out of the DRS train by this point. And then Charles comes out ahead of Carlos still. So he maintains his position ahead of Carlos. Um, Lewis puts on some medium tyres. Um, I think that was, his, that was, that was his second pit stop. <clears throat> Fernando also like pits the next lap around now because of how far ahead kind of they all are like the top three are of everyone else they pit and they keep their positions so there was no real like rush about it um but obviously Aston were waiting for Lewis to pit before they would pit Fernando otherwise he would have lost position to Lewis um, Max, yeah, gets a free pit stop because he's like 30 seconds ahead of everyone. Um, so he takes it onto medium tires. By this point, Lewis is 5.4 seconds behind Fernando and Fernando is 4.1 seconds behind Max. So yeah, those top three are what, like nine and a half seconds between Max and Lewis. So it's it's quite spread out, but it's what we've come to expect with Max this year, to be honest with you. Um, Charles was reminded that Carlos, again, will not be attacking him. Um, <clears throat> by this point, George is up into the points. He's up into P8. This is lap 46. Um, Lewis starts to gain some time on Fernando. Um, and Max is essentially told, keep your head down, stay out of trouble. The two boys behind you are fighting, but we're all good. Um, Fernando has been told to lift and coast um, to protect his brakes. So that kind of stuff, again, like that was kind of not really what you want to hear um, because it means that, yeah, Lewis is able to gain some time on him so it's not it's not ideal um by lap 46 <laughs> lap 46 was Max's 200th consecutive lead lap that's insane that's so many laps 200 consecutive that is so many laps. Like, that is so many laps. That's like three and a half, four races. Oh, it's just so many. So many. Um, by lap 49, Lewis had gained. So he was 3.2 behind Fernando. He was still gaining a little bit. Um, 
Alex's engineer, I can never remember what his name is, but Alex's engineer was like, you're having some classic Albon defending, good straight line speed. Like what the fuck is Albon defending? What like, this is like Fernando defending. Like you just fucking like spread your back wing and just like block everyone off from overtaking you. It's impressive though. Uh, it's very impressive. Um, George was having a lot of issues. So like since he had hit the wall at the start of the race, so like lap 12, he was doing well, but he wasn't really able to maintain his speed or anything like that. So lap 55, he got overtaken and then was told, we're gonna have to retire probably like a brake issue they were thinking um but it's not it's not ideal for mercedes when they are trying to fight baston in the constructors um not that it's really like they're still ahead but it's you know in the long run it's not really ideal if both of your cars aren't finishing um Lewis managed to get the gap down to 1.7 seconds by lap 60 and also was told about Alonso's brake issue, so the lift and coast thing. Um, by this point, Lando had overtaken Valtteri, so he was up into P9, two points, again, baby, two bloody points. Meanwhile, Maximus is up the front having the time of his life. He goes over a curb and goes, <laughs> almost knocked myself out on that one. Like, buddy, are you a bit lonely up there? Like, you're like 10 seconds ahead of everyone. Are you a bit lonely? A bit bored? Need to knock yourself out for some entertainment? Um, by lap 68, though, Lewis had lost time to Alonso. It was back down to 3.3 seconds. Um, Fernando was nine and a half behind Max. Um, <clears throat> In the last lap, Checo pits lap 69 to put on soft tires to go for the fastest lap. Essentially, like to take it off Max, take it off Fernando, take it off Lewis, like to try and, this is like one more point that everyone's gonna have to get to overtake him in um, the championship. Um, and he gets it. Um, and then, yeah, so, Max winning this means it is Red Bull's 100th win, which is insane to me. So Max, of those 100, Max has won 41 of them, which is equal to Ayrton Senna's record, um, which, I mean, like they all know how incredible that is. Like, yeah. So the way that... The way that everyone finishes is <clears throat> we have Max first, Fernando second, Lewis third. Those are our podium boys. Then we have Charles Leclerc, P4. Color signs, P5. Alex Albon, driver of the day, because that man, I am telling you, that man incredible. He has done an incredible job. I made a tweet that everyone really liked about it, about Alex Albon. I'm gonna find it right now because it's very important to me that you all get to see and or hear this tweet because it was true. And I, I already said this and I understand that I've already said this, let me find it. So one of 
someone I follow, Albon's car on Twitter, posted like the video um, of Alex in like the post-quali um, <clears throat> media saying like, it's disappointing to be starting P10, but also being disappointed to start P10 is a really good issue to be having. And so then I responded saying, Alex Albon is the best person Williams could have driving for them. He's so optimistic and positive and ready to push them to being a successful team again. They're so fortunate to have such an incredible person on their team. Go Alex. Yeah, it just, it was, it was good. A lot happened kind of, but I think it's just nice to see people who aren't normally up there. Alex Albon. Even like Esty, like Lando, um, it's, it's nice to see them doing well, which I think really made it much more entertaining. Um, but this was also the god of aerodynamics, 200th win of cars he's designed, Adrian Newey. This is the 200th car design that has won. 200th win for his car designs which is again insane um imagine being that good at your job couldn't be me i'd love it to be me but it couldn't be mainly because i'm not an engineer um which i know shock and horror so the next race this weekend we have austria i'm so excited um, except yeah, I'm so excited because the race for me is at 11 p.m., which means that I can still get five hours of sleep, um, which is great news for me. It is a sprint race weekend. It's a sprint race weekend, um, but that's fine. Whatever. I'll survive, I guess. Um, so it's the Red Bull ring. Oh, it's, I mean, high expectations for Max and Checo. Um, 71 laps. Each lap is 4.318 kilometers. Total race distance is 306.452 kilometers. And the lap record was set by Carlos in 2020 of 1 minute, 5 seconds, 619 microseconds, nanoseconds, milliseconds, whatever it is, miniseconds. Um, yeah. There's three DRS detection zones. There's uh, 10 corners. Yeah, there's 10 corners. So it's kind of, it's a, it's a fast track. I mean, it's a fast track. Um, I'm excited to see how fast we can get it, to be quite honest with you. Um, but yeah. Thanks for hanging out, kids. See you next time. I'm embarrassing to myself.